0: Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Well, first off, I've gotten lots of wonderful feedback from people around the world who are fascinated by the possibilities regarding Parasymatics 2.0. And so I'm happy to have that initial response, and I assure you it is just the beginning You're going to see much more interesting stuff come out this year, and not just the way that I have presented it, but also spin off projects. I mean, this is starting to have applications and implications for a lot of new, different ways of doing research. But what I really want to talk to you about today is just something straight up odd that, uh, I encountered, and may- maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it's nothing, maybe there's really something insightful about it, I, I'm not sure, um, of course, you know, I'm working on this space-time warping experiment, actually a number of them, and I decided to place a phone call, just, uh, no, day before yesterday to a physicist who is working on this same type of stuff a time machine basically uh, he's an expert on black holes and wormholes and warps and all that kind of stuff and so um, I had a you know I had some basic contact information for him. And I placed the call, and I made it through to his direct line, and then I got automatically disconnected. And so I called it again, and, uh, I, I, and once again, I got automatically disconnected. And then, something that has never ever happened before, happened. I got this weird little pop-up on the screen of my phone and uh, I'm actually going to to read you I wrote down exactly what this pop up said Uh, it said ussd code running colon unable to process the request ussd code running colon unable to process the request and this is what was happening when I was trying to contact this physicist and um, so of course the first thing I did was a search on well what does that mean and I just got a bunch of really like ambiguous stuff that came up saying well this is just some kind of code related to service providers And and it didn't give me any you know succinct tangible information and so then I turned around and I sent that uh, to some of my colleagues and said does this mean anything to you and nobody knows what it means so when I try to contact this fella this particular way I am getting this pop up on my phone that says once again USSD code running colon unable to process the request it's the strangest thing you see it's it's easy to look at stuff like that and say well maybe I'm just being paranoid but mm, what are the chances that I would never see that and I haven't seen it since by the way and I only am getting this when I try to contact this certain person this certain way so if any of you know what this may mean if you know what this is about if you have any experience with that type of an error code i would love to hear from you all right so here's the other thing i want to share with you today um because my goodness i've got so much stuff going on i have to run out the door here in a minute and uh, meet with two or three people and we're, we're working on projects building things um You know, I started uh, writing and publishing books when I was just a teenager I I think I started writing my first book when I was 13 And um, it ended up being published when I was around 14, 15 Called Joshua Warren's Gallery of Mystery and Suspense And... That was sort of my first foot in the door you know figuring out what what printing and writing and publishing and all that stuff was really about and then of course after that I started publishing books uh, throughout my teen years I I was a teenager in fact when I wrote Haunted Asheville that uh, I think to this day is the number one best selling non-fiction book regional book um in all of the area around western north carolina well, i know a lot a lot of justifiers there but uh, still and when i started like really um getting into publishing and and developing things i was fortunate that i had the privilege of going to high school with a man named Tim Peterson, and Tim Peterson is one of the best artists I've ever met. Um, he's just brilliant when it comes to all forms of art, whether it's sitting down with, with, with a pen, or it's getting on a computer. And uh, he was the guy who showed me Photoshop for the first time. And in fact, uh, he did the cover of a book called speaking of strange that i published when i was in high school which was an anthology of odd stories from all around western north carolina and uh, it did quite well as a matter of fact so um tim and i have worked together over the years on a lot of things we we did a children's book together called the lonely amoeba which was published in hardback where the main character is actually an amoeba and so the whole thing takes place in a microscopic world i mean we we really um we really got creative during our high school years as a matter of fact the uh senior yearbook is the product of a collaboration between tim peterson and myself uh, because i i came up with a concept for the cover and a slogan for the cover and uh an idea for how it should look and he sat down with an airbrush and he made it happen and tim contacted me the other day and we actually get together from time to time because he lives in los angeles now he's not surprisingly you know big artist at a big company and um which actually is you know saying a lot considering we both came from (laughs) you know rural western north carolina uh you know he's in la and he's working on his dream and i've certainly been able to pursue my dreams but he contacted me and he said um i think he said his aunt like one of his relatives had a couple of early editions of some of my uh my books and he said hey would you like some of these as a gift i said well heck yeah because you'd be surprised oftentimes the author is the last person who has his or her own book and that's because when you're the author people envision that you just have mountains of your own books sitting around but it's not that way at all Uh, you might initially but then you give them out you know you, you everybody you know every tom dick and harry it wants a free copy so you sign them and you give them out and all of a sudden you say holy shit I don't even have a copy of my own book so here in Las Vegas I don't even have uh, copies of I think I don't think I have copies of any of my books uh, I have some copies in storage uh, in West North Carolina but I don't think I have any copies of my own books here And so I said well well, sure you know Please send me Some of these uh, editions." And he did And so uh, it was a, a nice little treat I went by And picked up A copy of Speaking of Strange This is the second Printing of the book And it's subtitled Residents of the Western North Carolina Mountains tell of their encounters With the unexplained and then also a copy of the very first book I ever wrote called Joshua Warren's Gallery of Mystery and Suspense. And uh, if you look on the back, you'll see a, uh, a photograph of me at 14. And uh, this book is, uh, it's less than 100 pages i i i've written you know most of my books have been in the neighborhood of 250 pages by the time all said and done i think the evil in Asheville was more like 400 pages but um this was a a thin little book and i was really inspired to write this by watching the twilight zone and uh some of alfred hitchcock's anthologies and and also um twist endings that come from authors like O. Henry, who spent a lot of time in Asheville and, in fact, is buried in Riverside Cemetery in Asheville. So anyway, it was pretty cool to get this little kit, if you want to call it that, a set of of books from, uh, from Tim Peterson. And I figure, what the hell, I'll read you one of the poems that I wrote when I was... 13, 14 years old. It's called The Walk Down Stockburn Lane. Here we go. Right in front of left. Now left in front of right. My heart was pounding wildly as I walked the lane that night. I remembered all the stories as it drizzled in the rain, the stories of the hauntings as I walked down Stockburn Lane. The sky was dark and cloudy, not a single soul around, and the shadows, they engulfed me as the blackness stretched ground. My brow was wet and steamed, my throat extremely dry, and my adrenaline, as I recall, had reached an awful high. I dreaded all the spots that I would pass through darkened rain, the haunted spots along the walk, the walk down Stockburn Lane. It was then that I next saw it. The first sight there to see, nestled shortly off the lane, you see, there stood the hangman's tree. A dark and dismal oak, amongst unshadowed care, saturated with the spirits of the criminals, hung there. A lump of fear was in my throat disabling my sigh i quickly stepped up my pace and swiftly passed on by a fraction of my fear was gone i became a bit more sane but dreaded spots were still to come the spots on stockburn lane now as my walk proceeded, the rain was pouring hard, and up ahead I saw the next, it was the old graveyard. A powerful bolt of lightning struck in the distant land. Twas then I glimpsed the tombstones, and the hauntings were at hand. I heard a shrieking, screaming, and in terror froze at that, but in the lightning's after-strikes I saw it was just a cat. I upped my paranoid pace, frozen with fear and rain, and I evermore be dreaded so this walk down Stockburn Lane. My walk it seemed eternal, an everlasting hell. The cold and rain did weaken me, and once I almost fell. Lightning flashed and thunder cracked from far up in the sky, and finally through tired run I passed the graveyard by. Now up ahead lies one more spot of deadly rumored tale, just one more spot to overcome to conquer live and well. 'Twas the scene of an accident. That took place long ago a stagecoach ran out of control and plunged the drop below now when the wreck was found not one man was left undead and their spirits still roam at the scene or so the legend said i now arrived upon the scene now lushly grown and black and the place it lingered on me like a hot breath on my back I tightly closed my eyes and pressed on in frightful hurt till I felt my feet leave cobblestone and run to rock and dirt I opened up my eyes surprisingly to find THAT IN MY FEARFUL HURRY I HAD LEFT THE LANE BEHIND. I SIGHED IN GREAT reliefment; MY HEART CALMED TO A PACE. FINALLY I HAD PASSED IT, THAT SUPERSTITIOUS PLACE. I CONTINUED HOMEWARD, THEREFORE, WITH JUST DRIZZLING LEFT OF RAIN, TO LEAVE BEHIND THE HAUNTED SPOTS OF THE WALK. Down Stockburn Lane So that's the poem that I wrote When, uh, again, I think it was 13, 14, whatever And that is uh, one of the pieces From Joshua Warren's Gallery of Mystery and Suspense Which also is filled with a lot of stories that are Mm, again, inspired by the Twilight Zone kind of thing, you know, where you have a twist ending. Maybe I'll share more of those from time to time with you as the year goes on. We'll see. If you like it, let me know. I'll share more with you. But anyway, look, every single day, I am wrapped up in, well, experiments, art, science you know all this and so just stay tuned and I will keep you informed best I can about what is going on and maybe help you you know sort of pass the time because you know there are no commercials here this is independent there are no ads I have people contact me all the time wanting to advertise I say nope I'm not gonna do it because I want to keep this as pure and raw as possible Uh, So you can listen to this and know you're getting something independent. It's always short, always free. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, there is no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. You'll find a lot of cool stuff there. A lot of amazing videos, pictures. You'll find a curiosity shop with things you can't get anywhere else. I promise you that. And then, of course, you can click the link to the podcast and subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So that is it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.